Come on, you do a song for LA. Your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Count my nose, smoke up. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. 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 This is Los Angeles. Where we going? Westward ho. Okay, let's see here. Welcome to the uh podcast Human Resources Department. I have a few complaints on uh for a couple of employees that we have in the podcast game. Uh, some of these are longtime employees. And some of these, I see a, I see a new face. Uh, but some of these are, are longtime employees. Definitely got some pension in the game. Uh, again, I will, a lot of you may know me as, you know, Baylor. A.K.A. BTG. A.K.A. Baylor the Great. Slash Baylorism. The usual suspect, Mr. Instant Content, and above all, uh, above the rest, nothing but the best. That was corny to say, but the podcast president, right? I get it. I also have a separate department that I have set to the side for a very long time. <laughs> Seeing that uh, I was I was neck and neck with a fellow podcaster. Uh, by the name of uh, one of one of my one of my closest podcast brothers, you know what I mean. Um, I've listened to these guys for a long time. They're based out of the same city that I'm based out of. Uh, you know, uh, we we built a core relationship through sports and from being you know um, in the city. Uh, and, and and that's the the brothers layman, you know what I mean? Uh shout out to them. And they they were known uh just like you know, just like myself as being one of those podcasters that listen to a lot of podcasting. You know, um not only that, they would um they would send in a lot of uh a lot of feedback. And Chris was probably the main one. Uh, more so than probably Jonathan. Um, they are brothers, but Chris was known as one of like the infamous podcast feedback kings. You know what I mean? And I came in the game uh, and I adopted the same uh, respect. You know what I mean? Um, towards everybody else, and I've gained a lot of respect for listening to a lot of shows and sending feedback that help shows with content or just to give my respect and things like that. So I'm pretty sure if I apply for this position, I would get it. I'll just put it like that. I am, I am the HR rep of the podcast game. And from time to time, because I listen to so many shows, so many episodes, I will, you know, I've, I, I have my point of view and things like that. And I love how people have their own opinions about certain topics and even their personal views about personal experiences and things like that, right? Uh, but then there's certain things that's going to stand out, whether it's certain tweets or something that you may say on the show, whether it's your flag show or if you're invited on to a show or something like that. And I just be like, wait, hold up now. We're not, we're not about to let that fly without 
addressing it. And that's what we're doing. I feel like there's steps to like when you get called into the principal office, like that's it. You know, you get called into the HR office, you know, depending on how many times you've been inside that that office um, will determine the I guess you would say the punishment. You know what I mean? And a first time offense uh, offenders, you know what I mean? It's just it's a. I wouldn't even consider it, uh, depending on what it is, a write-up. This is just a warning. You know what I mean? But there's some there's some first-time offenders that might do something that will, you know, deserve a write-up. Or even, or even worse, we haven't gotten that far. And I don't think we... I ain't going to say I don't think we'll get there. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm very neutral. I'm very unbiased when it comes to podcasters. You know what I mean? Because I, I, I have a lot of respect for a lot of them. That doesn't mean that I would that I would treat everybody equally. Everybody doesn't deserve to be treated equally. But I do respect their content even if they are assholes or even if they are weirdos. I'll still listen if it's great content. That's what I mean by, you know, I, I'll listen to them. That's as equal as, as it gets. Now, my personal feelings and things like that, that's different. Business and shit, all that is different. Um, but let's just get right to it. You know, our, our first complaint, um, we have, uh, all right, my, my, my fellow brother Ivan, you know, a.k.a. Young Al Bundy. Uh, he's from the Views from the Seven Department. Yep. Um, phenomenal show. I don't think there's a better show out there, um, a better cast, a better crew, shit, a better brotherhood that has the entertainment, you know what I mean, the the realness that comes from this platform. And from time to time, they can go left. <laughs> shit. <laughs> they can go real left. I seen Ivan tweet uh, not too long ago. He doesn't like bananas in his banana pudding. That's a personal preference, right? I read the tweet as if he was saying bananas shouldn't go inside of banana pudding. I will say this as the HR rep. It's called banana pudding. So the safe thing to say is that bananas, if anything else, is definitely going inside that banana pudding. It's definitely going in there. Now, the banana pudding has to be that fire. And what I mean by that is maybe I, I he never really gave his... He never gave his uh, his reasoning, you know what I mean? I told him to elaborate, and and I didn't tell what well, I did put hashtag HR department. <clears throat> so I gave him time to uh, give me an explanation on why banana shouldn't go inside banana pudding, you know, and I, didn't, I don't think I got an in-depth, detailed answer or reply. Therefore, you know... Um, I, I definitely have to bring him to the HR. Uh, well, I, again, I don't think this is a, I don't think this is a violation to where he has to come into the office just yet, you know, but he has, uh, two more complaints. I will say this 
three complaints, uh, it warrants you. Yeah, you definitely need to come into the office. We need to we need to iron some things out. So again, the first violation is no bananas in the banana pudding. I'm not, you know, I'm not the best baker in the world, uh, but a lot of people feel that I am. To me, if I'm making a banana pudding, of course we're going with vanilla. Some some people choose French vanilla vanilla pudding. Uh, wafers for a majority of the world. Me, I like to go a little bit on the bougier route. So I would get the Pepper Ridge Farm butter cookies and crumble that up. Um, some people use condensed milk. I'm not opposed to that as long as you make it fire. You know what I mean? Some people use some people use condensed milk. Uh, and then definitely you got to get some bananas and make sure to me, they have to be, they have to be at least three to four days before I'm getting rid of them. You know what I mean? I don't want those fresh, ripe, green looking bananas to where the bananas feel like it's a task to get through them. You know what I mean? They got to be soft, soft and sweet. You know what I mean? Uh, and they, and, and however you layer it. That's on you. I'm not a ju- I'm not here to judge how you layer your pudding. I'm judging you on what you put inside your banana pudding. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's the first violation, uh, Ivan. The second one is we we've we've gotten a lot of complaints about your music collection during the old school smooth groove. I myself, huge fan of that segment. I am. If you guys listen to views from the seven, definitely tap in. I can't wait for that part of the show because you don't know where he's going to go with it. You don't know what decade he's going to pick. You just don't know. But I expect whatever decade, whatever, whatever era that he's going to pick and choose. We expect fire. Nothing less than that. You know what I mean? Um, I will say this. They have been some complaints past couple of weeks and prior to that, but overlooked. Um, again, it's the first violation. Therefore, you know, so it doesn't get out of hand, we'll put you into the migrating music risk training, right? Uh, and then last but not least, your last violation of today is the D.C. Comics Department. They, I've gotten a lot of complaints from them. I'm a Marvel guy myself, so I understand what I understand your views, uh, but it's a it's a bit too harsh. Now they do have the Joker, you know what I'm saying? Phenomenal, phenomenal character. They can stand on that leg. Batman, to me, when it comes to um, the Justice League, he's really irrelevant. I got you on that one. They don't need him for anything. Ex- you know, I, at this point, Batman is an Uber driver for them niggas if they get injured or something like that, right? So I get you on that. But at some point, you have to give the DC Comics a bit of some some type of love. You know what I mean? Your personal feelings towards them, I can understand. I'm with you on that one. But you can't voice them all the time. And you definitely can't voice them while we're at work, okay? Again, first violation with that one. We're going to go with super superhero harassment training on that one. Again, these are first uh, first offense violations on all three uh, topics. I would say 
if there's another violation, because there are three of them, I might have to call you into the office. We might have to discuss some things. Uh, next on the list, we got my guy Migo. Now, Migo is not a podcaster as of yet. Um, he is a part of the Lunch Break crew um, on the Clubhouse. On the Clubhouse app is a phenomenal, phenomenal room. You might want to check it out. Come in there and come in there ready, right? We had a music discussion. We talk about a lot of different topics. You never know where the room's going to turn. Um, heavy, 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 and I mean heavy opinions, right? Sharp opinions at that. You know, we, uh, you know, fellas, we tend to take it to the music or the sports route sometimes, and you already know how that goes. Barbershop talk, right? Uh, Migo has expressed to us uh, several different times in different ways, Mr. Vibe Man, right? So he's a part of the Lunch Break Vibes Department. He's had, he has expressed to us that the best era of music of all time, in his opinion, is the 2010s. That's what he said. And I, we already know who's a part of that class. And we already know why he chose that one. We know. We... we, we <laughs> We, we know, okay, um, this is his first violation. I, as, the HR, as the HR rep, I'm not allowed to voice my personal opinion on employees. Uh, I'm pretty sure we have much more violations coming up in the future. He's a very, very important um, employee to the podcast game. Uh, even though he's not a he's not a podcaster yet, he has it though. I absolutely he got it. You know what I mean. And I'm pretty sure in the near future we'll be hearing some things, or you know, hearing about or even seeing some Easter eggs about him getting into the podcast game. Uh, is not a good look when you're coming into the podcast game with violations already. You know what I mean. Um, but again, we like to tackle these first violations quick, you know, so we're going to sign you up for music compliance training. And, um, also we have a new program that's coming up. A lot of people actually need to take this course as well is history is history, risk, historical risk and history, risk management one-on-one. Um, so yeah. That's that's it. That's that's basically it for him. Uh, but I feel like, you know, eventually in the future, he will be one of the podcast employees of the year. Honestly, you know. But again, that's off the record uh, as a HR rep. Greggy, that's my guy. Young, black and bothered. You know, when I when, if there's anybody in the podcast game that I can absolutely trust is definitely Greggy. Very opinionated. Uh, he he uh, he's great at not only finding the content or creating the content, but elaborating, getting other people's opinions, trying to figure out if he needs to switch his mindset on certain things and things like that. But there was one particular topic that kind of, oh, it's a violation. It's a violation. We got some complaints. Um, and we're going to stay in the music department with this one. Uh, so he also will be in that training course with Migo with the music compliance training. 
and that was the slander which we do not accept when it comes to legends. That is the slander of Method Man. And the question was asked to 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 Greg was Method Man a legend? Now I'm pretty sure if you ask anybody whether they stay born and raised in California, born and raised in I Iowa, uh, we don't need to bring up New York. We already know what it is. They can be born in Texas, born and raised in Texas, Michigan, wherever the case may be. If you just ask a simple question of do you feel like Method Man is a legend? 99.9% of the people is going to say yeah. You want to know who is that 1% that said no? You you guessed it. <laughs> That's Greggy. Greggy, whether or not he did this on purpose, he shook some shit up in the room. This also took, uh, took place in the lunch break room. Uh, again, come along. Come and experience some of the... Uh, the debates or, you know, just some of the fine content that we go back and forth with. Um, he did double down on it at one point and said, you know, Method Man doesn't have a classic album. But I also asked him, do you need a classic album to be considered a legend? And he agreed with me that, no, you don't need a classic album to be a legend in the hip-hop game. So if he doesn't need a classic album... You know, then what are we talking about? You know what I mean? Now, the duo, you know, with him and Red and Math wasn't an official group, but it was an unofficial official group, right? And then we all know Red Man was an honorable member of Wu-Tang. Method Man is a part of two legendary groups and arguably one of the best artists in both of those groups. That's legendary status. However you feel about his, his, his albums, that's one thing. They say the same thing about Jada, although I don't agree. I do feel like Jada has classic projects, right? But also the content that Jada has been on or was on was, was more B-side street niggas. When he did go the commercial route, uh. It may have been, and what I mean by too late, I don't really care for the commercial route tracks. The singles will always be hit or miss with me, but I'm not buying an album. I'm not buying an album because of the singles. I'm buying an album because of the artists, and I want to hear what else they got to say besides the singles. You know what I mean? I think Method Man is undoubtedly a legend in every way. You know what I mean? Um, he took the same route that a lot of hip-hop artists took as, as far as Ice Cubes, uh, the LL Cool J's, hell, even Bow Wow, you know, where they came up in a hip-hop game and they branched off into acting, entrepreneurship, things like that, switched up the game, and they flourished. Uh, so, Greg, again, you'll be attending that music compliance training class course as well. Um... Yeah, I mean, Greg, you know what it is. You know what it is. Uh, you have some other violations, um, but we're currently looking over those to see if if they were actually stick. You know what I mean? Because at the time, the criticism on certain topics were valid. So we'll see. 
We'll see. And and if those violations actually go through, then I'll have to call you in as well. <sighs> Last but not least, we have my brother Drake. And just like Greggy, Drake is definitely one of those cats that I absolutely trust in the podcast game. And probably trust outside of the podcast game. Great conversation. I'm, I, you know, I'm a co-host with him, Black Horror Humor. He has everything culture. You know what I mean? And 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 the man is just eh, that is when you want to talk about a southern teddy bear, that's what Drake is. You know what I'm saying? Very opinionated. You know what I mean? Sometimes it seems like he don't want to be wrong. But hey, his content and it's from his heart. You know what I mean? But he's very, very respectful at the end of the day. But we had an episode not too long ago where he he tried to stand his ground on saying Skeeter from Doug wasn't black. His argument was solid. It wasn't as strong as I thought it should have been because if I wanted to play devil's advocate, then I definitely would have uh, used certain points that he didn't bring up. At the same time, the argument that he used wasn't strong enough for me to believe, like, maybe I need to look in this a little deeper. Because when I read off the facts, uh, I let him know, like, yo, Skeeter is black. Um, with that being said, Drake, um, you definitely be sent to training. Again, this is your first violation, bro. It's nothing to worry about. I understand where you're coming from. I understand how it could look because Doug had a lot of characters that was just different colors in general. So I get where you're coming from. But when you look at Skeeter's character and the role that he played inside of the cartoon, it had the black culture written all over it, point blank, period. And again, you can say, well, he could have been a white, he, you know, he could have been the Paul Wall of that area. I seriously doubt that. That brother had flavor. That brother that brother had rhythm. That brother had it. He 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 is the culture. Uh therefore, uh after that first violation, we'll be sending you to cartoon character discrimination training 101. Uh, it's nothing but a two-day training just to get you familiar with uh black characters in cartoons. You know what I mean? And 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 the respect that they need, um, starting with Skeeter. So um, we're, we're also going to look into, um, you know, expanding that training course with certain characters, different characters like a uh, Snoopy, you know what I mean? Um, and there was just other characters as well uh, that I, we don't need to get into right now. But for now, like I said, that two-day training course um, will take place on the weekend. I'm sorry to say. It, yeah, let me let me look through the file real quick. Yep, uh, that's a Saturday and Sunday course. It, it can be done online, so it's not like you have to come into the office. That's a good thing. It's about eight hours a piece. Yeah, yeah. So um, definitely, I'll be sending you that information. And again, to everybody else that listens to, you know, my show, 
just know that I do listen to your show from time to time. If not all the time, then I definitely tune in from time to time. Um, I'm listening. Watch what you say. You know what I mean? And if, if you stand on it, then stand on it. But you can stand on some shit that's wrong. Don't forget that. And just know this. I'm listening. <laughs> oh, I'm listening. <laughs> if you think I'm not listening, I'm listening. So, uh, encouraging words from me. Keep your ass out of my office the best way you can.